This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Science fiction is my jam. Been my jam since I used to sit around watching Star Trek with my mom. A Hitchhiker's Guide and a couple Octavia Butler parables later, I find myself constantly looking for some sci-fi fantasy take on a story I can resonate with which is why I'm excited about Ennis Martin's work. Ennis is a sci-fi fanatic like me, but he's creating within the genre as well. He's an illustrator and a painter, and his work is giving big fish meets Afrofuturism meets the shape of water with a little bit of hip-hop. Ennis uses his art to prove that there is space for everyone inside the world of sci-fi. Right on. He tells his story on Shy Sounds Like, a series produced by my colleague Ari Mejia on our sister station, Vocalo. Yo, my name is Ennis Martin. I'm an illustrator and a painter, and this is what Chicago sounds like. Born and raised Chicago, on the south side to be exact, 8459 South Jeffrey. Uh, I went to CBS. I used to be a b-boy, I was a part of a couple crews many, many moons ago. Our family was very big on whatever you could do, just do it, and we'll feed into that. A lot of my family are low-key, unapologetically nerdy. My dad was heavy in the sci-fi, my mom was heavy in the sci-fi. As I got older, I found myself drawn to it, and one of the things my mom used to do to keep me kind of chill when we were in church was like, here's a coloring book, and uh, you know, here's a crayons. I was like, I don't want a coloring book. She would give me, and then she would just give me paper and crayons, and I would just start... You know, that I'd make my own lines, create my own little thing. And there was a lot of subtle encouragements, you know, little sketchbooks here, some pens here. They'd throw me a few little tutors over here on the south side to go, whatever. But there was just little things in that, and they, they constantly flourished the, the sci-fi nerd thing a lot. So, you know, my mom was the one who put me up on uh, Doctor Who. Fast forward, as I get older, um, I kind of deviated away from the art uh, painting thing and kind of leaned more into hip-hop and graffiti. Like, graffiti kind of got me really pushed me away from it and pulled me back into it. My heart went straight deeper into illustration and painting, and that's where it, that's where it stayed. I love Chicago. It's still my village, you know? There's something very special about Chicago kind of keeps me here. Um, it's just something I, as, I, as I grow and build my roots here and try to create things. I mean, I still want to travel to other places, but Chicago is just, just the heart, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of where it is. And it's just a really dope city. And it's, for me, um, still, I feel like people are blowing up and being discovered. I think it still has yet to be get its proper recognition. Everybody says New York, New York. But Chicago has so much creative heat that no one really like notices right away. And when it finally hits, it's like, oh, but they don't always want to give you like, yo, chances from here, you know, comments from here. Like they don't want to say like all these people are from here. You know what I'm saying? So what the ask to get all these hard hitters are coming from Chicago. And but no one did it too like, oh what? No, I don't know what you're talking about. LA? No, no, Chicago. 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 It's a bit more real here for me. I feel like sometimes some places it's just a lot of uh Everybody's popping cards, talking about who they are, who they produce, this, that, and the third. But I feel like Chicago's a bit more straightforward. New York can be a little turned up on that, too. But I feel like Chicago, there's a level of 
realness to it. I did a lot of stuff with like character development, creatures, kind of known for my whales with giant feet. It's kind of like a thing people know me for, but I also do other things like matchups of sci-fi with sometimes a, a, a flip on a positive imagery on people of color. And not even on a, a woke level. Like I, I feel like it's just uh, necessary for young people of color, wherever you are, to see yourself up on the screen and I think, or in other forms. And I don't think you can look to those other companies to put you out there. And I think just like hip hop culture, just like jazz, just like rock and roll, you have to create your own path at, at your point. Cause like, you know, we can beg, we can protest, we can knock on doors and rally, but like, and yeah, corporate cast on here, they don't care. Let's do what they, let them do, let them do what they do. I'm gonna do mine then. That's it. I'm gonna create my own cause with a paintbrush, I can do whatever I want. I can, I wanna put Tyler Creator and his blonde bob on the Acura bike holding the Canada gun, then yeah. And it just feels good. There's a freedom to it. So I don't have to go ask someone's permission to create this realm. I was always into comic books. I was always creating like these fantasy worlds and such. And I remember one time I was in my book sketching and I had a, a box with legs and tiny little eyes. And then it kept playing around with this box with legs and tiny little eyes. And so thinking back to the Star Wars era and how you would hear like the first, you know, the adats walking uh, was the start the second Empire Strikes Back and that first scene where you hear the 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 eighty eighties adats they're walking. And I was like, that's kind of dope. Like these giant creatures walking on land, and then as as I progressed and played around with it, you start hearing them in your head, like what they would sound like on land. Because in water, there's but I think like on land they're a bit louder and more bassy just this loud like I heard of them walking like, but they're like you know six stories tall massive and they shake the earth when they move and they probably communicate like somewhat like elephants where they use their tapping to kind of like you know vibrate and communicate with each other so I was like I started playing with the whole concept and just getting because I have a wild imagination and I would have crazy dreams and and that became part of a story which I played with, which was something I did at a, a gallery called RGB Lounge. And it was called Black Book Chronicles. And it was basically all these creatures I created were are coming from a concept of like a traveler who left and came back and the aliens had redone everything on the planet, right? After man had wiped out everything. And they figured whales, well, this is the start of things. We're going to start with them. And so what they did was like, let's give these whales legs Let's give them girth and stuff like that. And so I had the reason you'll see a lot of my older ones were stitched together. Very Mary Shelley as kind of like, you know, Frankenstein kind of vibes. And a lot of them had bolts in them. So that became a whole narrative. And there was another character I created as these whales evolved. Uh, there was a character called the Afterman, which is like this diver suit with like like a dripping face mask situation. There's a weird kind of android sentient being that was left here to add like the shepherd to kind of guide them. And they was supposed to be like... Uh, some type of antagonist situation. I haven't figured that out just yet, but that story has been going on for like 20 plus years because, you know, 48, old man. I think with sci-fi, uh, just like any story told by like, you know, from elders down to youth, there's always some level of fantasy and some level of truth. I like the element of where there's fire, there's smoke. And sci-fi opens up that possibility for possibility. You realize that this is, we're just a speck of dust here, so... The vastness that sci-fi offers, the range of concepts you can play with, just it's just 
like art there's it becomes like there's no rules really you know how i may paint this plant i might add eyes to it i don't know you know i might turn those into fingers but that's one of those things that's like i feel like doing it how i when i paint my clouds i make them extra drippy and weird and like they're moving and sometimes the clouds take on a life of their own it's just like it's travel without a passport it's movement without movement Ennis Martin is a Chicago-based painter and illustrator. His work is future-gazing and amazing. Check it out at the link in today's show notes. And this story was produced by Ari Mejia from our sister station Vocalo for the series Shy Sounds Like. And that's it for the rundown today. Happy Friday. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you on Monday morning.